This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon. It is a sad reality, especially at this time of year, the winter time. People are distracted, running around, that we are going to hear of cases like even last night, a, a woman killed when a semi-truck hit her. They're still working out the details and the investigation determine whether or not anyone was at fault. It appears, though, the truck driver is cooperating. But I wanted to have a longer conversation this half hour about the differences when it comes to careless driving, dangerous driving. And within that, we've got distracted driving. There is a case out of Ontario, and in about 10 minutes' time, I'm going to be talking with a Toronto rider, writer rather, Naomi Buck, because it was in November of 2014 that a woman was standing on a sidewalk and she was hit by a van and that driver was convicted of careless driving and ended up being fined $1,000 six months probation. The family very angry about that, saying that that they thought it should have been a much stiffer charge, a stiffer penalty. I want to bring in Roy Ziv. He is defense lawyer at Ziv Law Group, and he joins us today. Hello, Mr. Ziv. Hello, Angela. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I just want to try to clarify some of the differences when we have any kind of a driving infraction from careless driving to dangerous driving and, as I said, even uh, criminal negligence causing death. Can you just start out with some simple definitions for those different charges? Yes. I think the easiest way to do it, uh, Angela, is to uh, talk about two Supreme Court of Canada decisions. I'm going to give you the facts, uh, and that might help uh, uh, your viewers uh, understand the differences between dangerous driving and careless driving. The first case uh, was from 1993. It was a case called uh, Regina and Hundel. And Mr. Hundel was driving his vehicle in Vancouver on a rainy day, uh, 3.40 in the afternoon, so there was heavy traffic downtown. He was driving a truck, and it was overloaded. He went through a red light. Uh, and he killed someone. There was evidence in that case that uh, about 12 blocks before he went through the red light, he had done the same thing. That is, he had been through a red light before. Uh, He was found guilty of uh, dangerous driving causing death in that case. Uh, And the Supreme Court talked about what the test for dangerous driving is, and they they, uh, decided that the test is for dangerous driving is when somebody... Uh, drives a vehicle, uh, and that driving is a marked a, a marked departure from the normal. So that's what we look for, a marked departure from the normal. Now, uh, about six years ago, the Supreme Court of Canada, in another decision, Regina versus Beatty, uh, revisited this issue. Again, uh, looking at uh, the Hundo case, uh, Mr. Beatty fell asleep uh, uh, at the wheel just for a moment, crossed the center line and killed three people. And in that case, the Supreme Court of Canada said, well, that's not dangerous driving. That was just a a momentary loss of consciousness, uh, and it would be too harsh to say that he had committed a criminal act. All he's driving up to that point had been very good. So when we look at dangerous driving, we're looking for a pattern of driving. We're looking for uh, someone who's being a little bit reckless. Uh, and driving their vehicle uh, in a manner that we would constitute uh, a marked departure from the norm. Uh, If you make a mistake when you're driving, 
uh, it may be arguable that that was a, a mistake that sometimes is made uh, and is not dangerous driving, but then maybe careless driving. Wow. So even with that Regina versus Beatty, did yes. they end up just being charged with careless driving, not dangerous no, driving? No, they were charged, charged with dangerous driving. He killed three people, but he was found not guilty. Not guilty. But found, oh, I see what you mean. He was found not guilty, so he wasn't convicted of dangerous driving. Wow. Okay. No, no, okay. no. But he was. Now, if he had been charged with careless driving, yeah. it, it's arguable he may have been convicted of careless driving. In fact, mm-hmm. in Hundo, the case from 1993, Justice Corey in that decision specifically said that when there is a, a momentary inattention, uh, you wouldn't be found guilty of a criminal act, but you may be found guilty of a, a quasi-criminal act like uh, careless driving. All right, so dangerous driving is a criminal offense. That's is, right. is careless driving a criminal offense as well? No, it's a traffic offense. So the it's a traffic penalty, offense. You know, yeah, this maximum penalty in Alberta is a $2,000 fine and uh, loss of your license for three months. Mm. Okay, so where does distracted driving fall in there in the event that I was texting and I hit a pedestrian? Would it be... Would it be distracted driving and dangerous driving causing death? That's a good question. Um, first of all, I think if, if, if you're distracted, if you're texting and driving, yeah, um, uh, I think you could be charged with careless driving under the traffic safety act. The question is then going to become is um, is what you did. Um, Going back to that test in Hundo, yeah. is it negligent driving that constitutes a marked departure from the norm? So, if everybody's texting and driving, um, is that a marked departure from the norm? Certainly, that would be uh, the argument that defense may raise. Yeah. Right. So I don't know of a case. I don't know of a case where somebody's charged with texting, uh, uh, kills somebody, and charged with. Uh, dangerous driving causing. And Rory, the only reason I threw that out there is because we've had this discussion so much about what is it going to take to get people to put down the phone and stop texting because, you know, it's going to end in some tragedy. And and I think there have been cases where it's happened, but then you've got to go through the court case and trying to prove that and everything else. Now, wait, so if we've got careless driving, dangerous driving, touched on distracted driving, then right. what, what's the criminal negligence causing death? Because that is what you often hear as well in some cases where a pedestrian or a cyclist is hit by a motorist. It's very similar to it's very similar to um, uh, dangerous driving uh, causing causing death. In fact, uh, the Supreme Court in Hundal used uh, used the same uh, objective uh, modified what we call objective subjective test. Uh, um, with respect to negligence, to see uh, if somebody was was overly negligent in their in their driving, so there's a lot of overlap between those two events. Well, and I mean, you've been practicing law for a while, so I'm sure you've seen yeah. a lot of cases. But it it appears more often than not, you would see a careless driving offense because is dangerous driving uh, just that much harder to prove? <sighs> Every case is fact specific, um, uh, yeah. and and sometimes we look at, we, we, you know, as a defense lawyer, we'll take a case and somebody will be charged with uh, careless driving, and uh, you know, we tell the client, you're, you're very lucky you weren't charged with dangerous driving here, uh. um, 
And sometimes it's up to the charging officer uh, as to how he charges someone. With driving, with driving. Roy, but the I, yeah, sorry, Roy. There's kind of a lousy cell connection here, but I'm glad you set okay. things. I'm glad you set things up for us. We appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Roy. Okay. Good luck. Bye-bye. Roy Ziv. Uh, there, you sounded clear right when I said goodbye to him. Of course, defense lawyer at Ziv Law Group. But I want to take a break here. Four zero three nine seven four eight two five five. Would like to hear from you as well, especially because we we do. And I and I'm saying this time of year. I'm not just saying because it's the holidays. I'm saying it's winter time. It's dark. We we hear of cases where pedestrians step off. Uh, intersections, curbs, and they are hit. And, uh, you know, what defines the difference between the careless and dangerous? And does it have to be stiffer charges, stiffer fines for even careless driving? After the break, I want to talk to Naomi Buck. She is a journalist and a contributor to the Globe and Mail and talk about a case there that happened back in November of 2014. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.